Welcome to the Ensman Archive Podcast, presented by FRIA, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive. We're a nonprofit research foundation to preserve and publish the work of Dr. Robert Duncan Ensman and his wife Joanna online at ensmanarchive.org. Now, here's your host, the symbologist Michelle Snyder. Would you eat stone soup? Who would even make such a food? Well, can a stone be a hero? What secrets does the stone have to tell a seeker? After the break, we will open the box with your golden key and drink up what is there. This is the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. The Symbologist Series, a collection of books by the symbologist Michelle Snyder, the world's authority on symbology. Book one, Method, How Symbols Work. Book two, Revision, How to See Symbols. Book three, Concept, Symbols of Ideas. And book four, Oral Tradition, Symbols in Stories. You can find the Symbologist series at our bookstore online at ensmanarchive.org. In this episode, Your Golden Key uncovers a prehistoric technique long forgotten. Stone soup is a fairy tale told in many countries. This story does not include a damsel in distress, but a stranger who comes to a village carrying nothing more than an empty cooking pot and a stone. The hungry stranger fills a pot with water, drops a large stone in it, and places it over a fire. The stranger is making stone soup, he says. This is very curious. One by one, the people agree to give him a carrot, a bit of meat, a pinch of salt, etc. There are many variations on who is hungry, who is greedy, and where they are. One consistent element is the stone. Today's versions emphasize the need and the greed. But like other legends, this folktale has deep prehistoric roots reaching back into the bitter cold ice age. To understand this story's unlikely hero, it is necessary to know what this climate was like. Once upon a time, long, long ago, the world was frozen most of the time. In this icy world, animals broke their teeth trying to chew meat from the frozen carcass of a fresh kill. Fingers and toes would suffer frostbite in only a few minutes. People who lived in the Ice Ages built and heated houses, made quilted clothing, and cooked their food. Stones were abundant and used for many things, tools, weapons, contracts, and warming beds and cradles, not unlike the bed warmers of the early pioneers. Even today, there is nothing like a nice cup of hot tea, cocoa, or chicken soup to warm up a cold body. During hard times when food is scarce or on the battlefield in winter, even a cup of warm water helps warm up a person. And with a few drops of molasses or honey in the water, it becomes a delicious treat. It has always been this way, but in the Ice Age, there were no pans to heat water in. Leather pots were made and filled with water. And a boiling stone, one that did not explode when heated on the fire, was put into the water. The stone simmered the water, and with bits of meat, vegetables, and spices, a nutritious soup was made. The boiling stone was cleaned before putting it into the water. Ashes from the fire were removed by brushing it with branches of dried herbs, which added flavor to the broth. Branches of willow, from which aspirin is made, provided gentle soothing for those who enjoyed the soup. The stone, our hero, provided the heat for the water to simmer the soup. Like most fairy tales, this one has a struggle, freezing weather and scarcity of food, a hero, the stone, 
and a happy ending, a steaming bowl of yummy soup. I'm the symbologist, Michelle Snyder. Thanks for joining us on the Ensman Archive podcast, The Golden Key, with the symbologist Michelle Snyder, presented by Freya, the Foundation for Research of the Ensman Archive, online at ensmanarchive.org. Thank you.